0: You're listening to another episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast with your hosts, the main event player, the Super C himself, the God among gods, the King among kings, the coolest son of a motherfucking bitch walking God's green earth. And we begin the show right now. going on everybody and welcome to another great edition of the main event talk podcast i am the main event player the super c himself the god among gods the king among kings the coolest son of a motherfucking bitch walking god's green earth and well Ain't that a different intro, right? (laughs) Uh, A lot of explanation for that in just a moment. Uh, We've got a lot of stuff we need to talk about on this episode of the Main Event Talk podcast this week. We're going to talk about, uh, obviously, what I just did there just a few moments ago. And also, we're going to talk about uh, several things. We're going to talk about the Halloween wedding, which featured my good friends. Uh, Chrissy and Hector who got married on Halloween. We're also going to talk about Rich's Billiards and several of their biggest events and everything. Also, we're going to talk about the latest info going on in the world of professional wrestling. Everything happening with um, full gear coming up next week which we'll also be talking about as well also we got several other events uh, that's going to be happening in professional wrestling also there's going to be a fight that's going to take place over Richard's Billiards which we will also talk about as well and the biggest story of them all to top it off at the at the conclusion of this episode 18 WWE superstars were released from the WWE and holy shit do we had a lot we need to talk about Okay. Obviously, um, obviously, the first thing that comes to your head right now is, why this beginning? Why this intro? Okay. Um, here's the thing, guys. Um, I kept trying to figure out a new idea, a new plan. Uh, I kept brainstorming some ideas about what I want to do, how I'm going to begin the episode of the Main Event Talk podcast. So for the past couple of days, I've been trying to run my mind. Uh, we've always begin the show, if you guys have been listening very closely, where I would go ahead and say this episode of the Mayfet Podcast brought to you by Rich's Billiards. And then I would bring up Emo 9 and the whole nine yards. But then I thought, you know what, we're, let's do away with that. Uh, uh, and I'm not saying we shouldn't, because obviously we're going to bring them up here in a moment. And everything else like that. But I decided, okay... How are we going to go ahead and and begin this episode? So I kept brainstorming uh, for a couple of days, and then I kept brainstorming today. So I thought, you know something? Okay, um, how do we do this? Uh, I'll go ahead and say, well, you're listening to the Revit's A Podcast. Take your place right here, in front of everybody. Yeah! And then go into a go into a song and something like that now uh don't don't get me wrong i'm still going to put on music and i'm not going to put as much as i can but you know that's going to probably be the least unless somebody tells me something differently and if anybody has any sort of suggestions and and i'm throwing the suggestion out. i've thrown the suggestion out many times and i'll say it again all you gotta do is go over to main event player at com, or i'm sorry main event player at com. i'm sorry to you know send me an email uh tell me what you think or if there's anything that you want me to play on this show i can definitely play it out you know just to see where we get at and everything else like that but the beginning was perfect you know i thought okay we'll go ahead and play you know just me talking first right and then after that go ahead and just go directly you know to the song but what song would i use and then i you know automatically motorhead's uh one track mind was the first song that came to my head because that was the original idea believe it or not that was the actual original concept i wanted to go ahead and play the short not the not the long version because there's two different versions of one track mind from motorhead the first one is the original version which you know you see in the um which you see in the uh what you call it the video version uh, the oh i'm sorry the The album version is a long version, which takes about five minutes and 34 seconds, while the video version lasts about four minutes, 32 seconds. So there's like almost uh, a minute, 10 seconds difference there. So, you, you know, you see where that's going there. So I decided, okay, we're going to play that song, you know, just do the intro where it goes, one arm bandit, run and, run, and then just go at one track mine, and then I go ahead and just get right into it. So I thought that'd be the better way to go. Uh, well, anyway, guys, I'm, I'm hoping you like this part, and don't worry, it's not, like, like I said, I'm not going to diss out Rich's billiards or diss out em- Emo Night for that matter, because they are going to be a part of the show. Because I still advertise them regardless of what anyone tells me, and and they, and they even ask me these questions, you know. I mean, you know, you put Richard's billiards on your on your podcast. Why do, are they paying you? No, I've I've said this many times before. I don't, I don't get paid by anybody. I just go ahead and throw it out because number one, I like to promote, and number two, I like to get it all all out for everyone to listen to, and also I do, I'm doing the same thing for emo night as well. Now. Speaking of Richard's Billiards, uh, there's a, a lot of things that are going to be happening over at Richard's Billiards tonight. We're going to be talking about them in a moment. Now, a couple, uh, couple things to think about here. Um, Richard's Billiards is going to be having, I'm not sure if they're going to have both the UFC fight and the Canelo fight. I know that Canelo Alvarez is supposed to be taking on uh, Cabela um, uh, Kalib. I think that's what he's called, Khalib Plant. That's the, the main event fight for it. So let me see if I can look into this right here. I'm reading this through the New York Times. It says, what to watch as uh, Canelo Alvarez takes on a Kalib plant box in Las Vegas. Uh, this is what I'm seeing on the New York Times here. Uh, it says here, uh, let's see, Saul Alvarez and, let's, Saul Alvarez, really? Well, uh, okay, so is it Canelo Alvarez or is it Saul Oh, somebody's fucking up here. But anyways, it says here, Las Vegas, so, uh, Saul Alvarez and uh, Khalid Plant will fight for all the superweight titles on Saturday night. Alvarez 31 owns, owns the World Boxing Association, World Boxing Council, and World Boxing Organization titles. Plant has been international boxing federation championship since night since 2019 the retail price to watch the tv and streaming it legally online will be 79 dollars 99 well i feel sorry for those people who decide to pay for that much on their pay-per-view anyways let's see i'm trying to see if there's any any fights here now it says here hmm, it says why november 6th okay well today's yeah today's the six right now so uh they were they uh, would have they would have preferred it on September eighteenth and that 's you know I was wondering about that because there was supposed to be there was supposed to be a fight that was supposed to happen on the eighteenth but apparently that didn 't happen that was on what a Saturday or Friday or something like that yeah something like that well, anyways uh, i 'm trying to see if there's any sort of uh clearly they don 't have any i 'm trying to look for the card to see who 's going to be uh, boxing um yeah, they don't have any, they usually they're supposed to be, so, oh, actually, wait a minute, I see a list here, um, Dan's officials hope to arrange a third Alvarez, Gull- I can't even pronounce the name here, Alvarez is not, uh, said he's not interested in Showtime entirely, da, 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 da. okay, no, nah, that was just, uh, that's something else, but I was trying to look for, I was trying to look for the card to see who's going to be who's going to be fighting, and everything else like that. So let me see if there's... There's got to be some sort of card here, uh, if I can find the actual... the actual fight card here, so... Okay, so there's the Showtime. It's, it's going to take place on Showtime pay-per-view. Okay, and it has all that. It starts about 9 p.m. That's when the... Boxing pay-per-view starts. Why? Why do they have it? It, it? it's it's Canelo Alvarez, and the New York Times says it's Saul. What? What? What the hell is all that about? Okay. Well, anyways, there's supposed to be there's supposed to be several fights that are going to happen. Let's see. Preview. Yeah, there's supposed to be UFC 268 that's going to happen on that same night. Also, let's see here. Um. Uh, well, okay. Well, that's not. I don't. I don't want the conversations. I just want the fight card here we go let's see uh okay okay so it oh okay all right so let let the main event go ahead and make an apology at this time that um yes his his name is in fact saul yes saul canelo alvarez yes that's his name but here's the thing we're all gonna go with canelo because i've heard saul many many times before uh from who uh not, not sure exactly, but this guy named Saul and this guy named Bullwinkle was supposed to be at the wedding, but that's a discussion for another day. Well, another hour, or actually in, in the next few minutes. But anyways, Canal Alvarez to take on Cal... Calib... Calib Plant. That, that's his name. Elvis Rodriguez to take on Juan Padilla... Bal- Bal- Juan Ramiro. Okay, we'll go by that because I can't Pablo, is that what is it is, Juan Pablo M- Ramiro, uh the super lightweight match here. Ray Vargas to take on uh Leon Leonardo But but, but I and and I'm supposed to be metskin. I can't pronounce these fucking names. What the hell's the matter with me? Okay. And uh let's see. And the next match right here is Anthony Durrell. To take on Marcos Hernandez and Super Middleweight Division. These are the these are the matches that are gonna happen so far tonight as far as boxing goes. So if you guys are interested in checking out the Canelo versus um, uh the Canelo versus plant fight, check it out over at Rich's Billiards. No doubt uh there may be there may be a what you call it, uh, what what's that thing you do, a cover charge. There may or may not be one if you're going to check out the fight, but go ahead and check out the fight over at Rich's Billiards and everything. And uh speaking of the uh speaking of boxing, speaking of big events that are going to be happening at Rich's Billiards. Uh also there's going to be a uh, well, if they have if they're going to have UFC 268, which I'm hoping that event is during the day or something like that because Honestly, having the boxing next to the UFC is absolutely ridiculous because that's like choosing WCW or the WWE or WWE or WCW, you know, back in the days of the Monday Night Wars. But that's just me talking. So that's going to take place over at Richard's Billiards. Now, also, there is something else that's going to happen at Richard's Billiards. But before we talk about that particular event, we know that there is going to be a, a deal taking place on November 30th. So this is a big shout-out over to our friends over at Emo Night. Emo Night is going to be having their big event over at Rich's Billiards on November 20th. I'm going on my Facebook page right now just to get all this confirmation here. And it seems that, okay, here we go. We're on my Facebook page right now. And we are looking at the Emo Night page, which they have uh, several pics of their Halloween party Which I was not there for And I would like to officially apologize for that I will try to at least get over To this event right here Anyways, it says here Ah, here we go uh, Sharing and caring, free t-shirts Early arrival recommended And, and yes, I, I would recommend you guys To get there as early as possible For the show happening on Thursday um, I'm sorry, Saturday November 20th, that's what it is Emo night, sharing and caring, free T-shirts, early arrival recommended. Emo night. Uh, Thanks from the. Thanks from the. I. I can't read this correctly. Somebody speak English, okay? Saturday, November twentieth. Riches Billiards, fifty-eight fifteen. Weber. Uh, Corpus Christi, Texas Cheers and Tears 18 and up Or welcome With the $10 cover Show begins at 9pm And it's about 2pm That's what's going to take place Over at Rich's Billiards We know how that shit rolls Yada, yada, yada And that's how it's supposed to go Okay, now Besides Emo Night To take place over on the 20th There's an event That's supposed to take place At Rich's Billiards As well Let me see if I can find that, uh, That show I believe, I think it was either somebody had posted that. I don't know who. It was somebody. Let's see. Okay, that's uh, that's a picture of Candy and Neva. And, damn, you just want to have them all to yourself, right? (laughs) Uh, Every single time. Okay, this is the one right here. Okay, so there's supposed to be an event that's going to take place at um, Richard's Billiards. um. As a matter of fact, I think... I don't know if... I th- I'm I'm. I'm gonna say... Uh, I think Mondo's probably a part of the event. I don't think he is. Um, but this is gonna take place tomorrow night over at Rich's Billiards. Uh, it's basically a rap deal, but I'd like to go ahead and promote it because I can. Okay, so it says... Um, uh, say it to my face tour. Uh, Ouija Magismo... I can't pronounce it. I'm sorry. Uh, my 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 apologies, but I can't really pronounce the names here. But you got several acts that are going to be playing over there. It's going to happen on November seventh. Uh, doors open at six. All ages are welcome. Uh, Twenty dollars tickets pre sales. Uh, Twenty five dollars at the door over at Richards Billiards. Are going to feature Rob Zilla, who was here last week. Uh, Lunny sticks. I think this right, uh, Mister Fuentes. Uh, Forzilla, Forzilla, we've got Robzilla, Forzilla, Freakzilla, and then the ever famous Godzilla. Can anybody else come up with something original? Anyways, um, uh, let's see. Uh, besides them, uh, Bakai, Bakai, God blessed. Once again, I apologize, but I cannot pronounce these names correctly. Uh, Swisher Coffin. Opie, I, uh, uh, and uh, once again i'm i i i hate apologizing but at the same time it's like i'm trying to i'm trying to promote something for rich's Villiers, you know just to get it out in the open there so shane whitey uh, she, shane whitey <laughs> Okay, I, I, I'm not. I'm not kidding. There, there's a. You go you go over to Richards Billiards. Check out the flyer. You'll see several names here. Shane Whitey is one of them. Sky, Sky M God is one of them. Anti, and I think if I'm pronouncing this correctly, antidote. Bo Bodine, uh, Saint Darkest Presley, and G. J 3s Journal. Okay, and I believe, and, and just, I know that everybody's wondering, okay, what is this? Is this like a, a metal act? No, it's actually, it's actually supposed to be a rock, uh, a, a rap group, you know, there's several rap acts, and I think some of them, I know that Rob Zilla comes from Corpus, from what I understand, I think he comes from Corpus, could be one, Swisher Coffin, um, that name is very, very uh, familiar, I'm trying to remember if he's from Houston, or if he's from San Antonio. Uh, I, I could be wrong but that that name had just you know ring out like crazy but anyways once again uh the say it to my face tour is going to happen over at richard's billiards this coming sunday uh tickets free sale twenty dollars a ticket 25 at the door doors open at six t, uh 6 p.m to all ages uh should be a great show if you guys are huge fans of rap music uh so it's all gonna take place this event and emo night is gonna take place on november 20th and also also i gotta bring this up right away and this is gonna tie into what we need to talk about next um and i gotta let's see if we can bring up the man himself and by the man i'm talking about the man the man besides the main event uh let's see here we go Mr. Richard Nunez himself, who is online right now as we speak. And I can tell because I see the great dot. And I got to commend him for this. Now, we're going to talk about this in a moment. Now, Richard's Billiards has apparently decided to go ahead and cross over to karaoke. Yes, karaoke, ladies and gentlemen. Now, this is going to tie into the next part that I'm about to talk about. Congratulations. Go out to my good friends. Homestar Runner, and Marcy Pad, better known as Hector Wattis and Chrissy Vargas. Uh, who, By the way, a big question, though. Uh, let's see. Chrissy is probably now... Let's see. Are they both named Vargas or are they both Juarez's? That's what I want to know. Is it Hector Wattis or Hector Vargas? Or is it Hector or is it Chrissy Vargas or Hector or Chrissy... The point is, somebody has to have a last name that I can follow along with. But anyways, big congratulations go out to Chrissy. Big congratulations go out to Hector. Both are officially married. It happened on Halloween. The main event was getting prepared for all this and everything else like that. I had two episodes done on that same day. Finished it off. Got it out. Got dressed. Head over to, headed over to the Ritz Stone Hall, which is right there uh, off of Castores, which is pro- practically five minutes away from my house and everything it didn't take me that long to get over there because I knew where the place was everybody was there everybody from myself from Jonathan Chappelle to uh, Jason was there his lovely wife uh, Elena aka PBE which is also Hector's wife uh the big boss was there dom was there as well uh one of our long time best uh one of our long time friends that we've known uh who's a part of the band the legendary band known as abrasion jesse liba was there uh, and i don't i don't think his, no his wife wasn't there as a matter of fact i forgot about that. Uh, Saw Sammy over there. Sammy Rod, if you will, was over there. Mike Rod was also there as well. The best drummer on the planet, John Luna, was there as well. And also some featured guests. And I got to commend them for this. And, And I'm going to go ahead and present this individual with the greatest costume award ever. And the reason why I say that, and I'm going to give this award to both. Mark Anthony and his lovely bride Valerie, who came out in the most stunning costume I've ever seen, and he, he, and I gotta I gotta I gotta commend Mark for this. I gotta commend Mark for this a whole lot, because Mark went ahead, and he and we were all. I was sitting along with Tyler, A.K.A. Hangman Adam Page, uh, and I had wondered, and he had wondered himself if he was going to show up. Right, so here I am. Um, I'm taking pictures with the bride and groom, and you know, seeing what's going on and everything. And then all of a sudden, I see somebody coming up to me in a Frankenstein costume, and I'm wondering, who the fuck is this guy, and why does he look familiar? But then right away, I looked at his wife, who who came out as Frankenstein's bride. And then when I looked, it's like, wait a minute, and I, I looked at it's Valerie. It's like, wait a minute, and then like my head is like, oh wait a minute, and I'm like, what? Now, first of all, you got to commend Antoine for this. He he had, overall, he had the best costume I've ever seen. He coming out looking like Frankenstein, had that shit pint, painted all on his face, right? And I, I, figured, I figured his costume would have at least been Rey Mysterio, because if you think about it, they're both about the same size. They both have a lot of the same tattoos, sort of. I mean, just imagine Antoine jumping off a bridge wearing that mask. But anyways, <laughs> but... Big congratulations going out to uh, Antoine and his lovely bride for winning the Best Costume of the Year award because that, that, there's nobody that can beat that costume. Uh, uh, saw my good friend, saw Alex there, uh, saw Charles. Um, I don't know if he ever listens to my podcast. I don't even know if he knows. Well, actually, I told him that I do a podcast. Saw him over there as well. And also, the biggest hit of the night, and I'll say this because I can, during the wedding, The main event went ahead and I didn't want to speak. I did not want to because here from the moment everybody was starting, you know, Hector was congratulating and then, you know, Chrissy was talking and then everybody wanted to talk at the microphone. I was going to leave it alone. I was going to let everybody get whatever they needed out of the way. But apparently a plan was already put together where they figured, let me come in, right? And you and you know how it is, guys. I mean I, I, just like on the main event talk, just like anything I do, whenever I'm on the microphone, I'm gonna say something, I'm gonna get it out of the way, and then I'm gonna just I mean, I, I, I already knew what my opening line was gonna be. Some people already knew who I was, and I was gonna go ahead, take the microphone, come out like, you know, I'm uh like this is an episode of Monday Night Raw and I'm Roman Reigns. Actually SmackDown, but that's a different sort. So I wanted to come out and say the whole thing about Paul Heyman and Roman reigns and all that stuff. I had a lot more to the story, but I had to cut it short because number one, I know there's nobody, and I'll say this because I can, because everybody at that wedding was talking about my promo. My stuff is like, "My God, dude, you just blew everybody away." <laughs> and it's true. I mean, Goddamn, I mean, come on, look, with this voice, trust me, I can make more money with this voice than anything in the world. That's why, that's why I do this podcast and everything else like that. So all of us were there for the wedding. All of us were there to drink and have a good time. And we were all also there for the Dallas Cowboy game and the Astros game. Yes, both games that not only took place over at Rich's Billiards, um, not took place over at the wedding, but also at Rich's Billiards. So, Elena had this plan, right? Elena had this plan, wanted me to get out of, the, out of the club immediately, out of the wedding so we can get there and everything else like that. Well, she had a plan going. Everything was going according to plan, except for one thing. As soon as I arrived, I arrived with Matt, Matt Gongora, who was also at the wedding, and Mike Rod. As soon as I arrived at Richard's Billiards, the first thing I did was I text Elena and I told her, I'm here. Now what? And I never got a response. So everything that she did was her fault, and what she wanted to do was, she wanted to go ahead and set up the karaoke because that what was going to happen at Richard's Village, which is also we're going to tie into this in a moment. Go in, everybody showed up, I showed up, Jesse showed up, Charles showed up, uh, the big boss, Big Dom showed up, everybody showed up, um, Jonathan Chappelle, you know, Michelle, everybody was involved. Big Johnny was there as well, Johnny Ace, you know. And somebody else, but I'm leaving that alone for right now. Um, We had um, showed up, and as soon as Elena arrived, I mean, we were all, all of us were ready for the bride and groom to come walk into the doors of Richard's Billiards. And I was in front, right? You know, Richard placed me in front right there. And then, um, (laughs) I, I kept, just like at the wedding... Um, Richard had told me, you know, you know, you go up on stage, you know, get the microphone. It's like, uh oh, here we go again. And I walked up on stage and I needed the microphone. Is the microphone on? Is this thing on? <laughs> I already knew right away what was about to happen, and as soon as the song came on, the song for uh Hollow Notes, You Making My Dreams Come True. do do Anyways. <laughs> How did I do? I just do the it's my honor, and my privilege tr- to introduce to you Mr. and Mrs. Hector and Chrissy. I couldn't say what is. I couldn't even say Vegas Vas- Vasquez either, because I don't know officially. I don't know. Check out the Facebook. I haven't looked at it yet. Follow along with me. So it was great. And Richard's Billiards did an excellent job with the karaoke night. And it was a it was a great, it was a great concept. Now here's where it ties into what i'm about to talk about because now i'm here on richard's deal right and this is the thing that i'm going to mention i'm going to mention this right here right now now to richard and i'll say this because i'm gonna say this because it's true to richard first of all the idea and i'm seeing this on his uh on his facebook page richard's billiards uh wednesday night night wednesday's karaoke night party at 10 p.m. at Richard's Billiards. Here's my here's my plan on this. My idea, my thoughts on this is It's the stupidest idea we should kick it out immediately. <laughs> Not just kidding. Um, I gotta I gotta tell you uh, the answer to this is it's a good idea. It's extremely good idea. Uh, here's why. Um, from the moment they did, from the whole thing that happened at the wedding. I mean, from, from the whole thing that happened. At the, at the show, Richard's Billiards well, the show, but at the karaoke deal. Everybody was there. Everybody was singing their song, you know. John Luna was singing the song for Metallica. Not the the, the, the Robert Seagert version, but done Metallica. Here I am on the road again. Here I go. Turn the page. I just, I still, I'm still seeing John Luna on stage. I don't know why. The best drummer on the planet. On stage! And I should have recorded that. I should have recorded that, but I went ahead and recorded the one where I think Hector and I think Jesse and everybody was on stage singing that song from Insane. Bye 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 Don't be surprised if I play that fucking song. And 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 I'll I'll say this for the record, ladies and gentlemen. I'll say this for the record. That is one of my favorite all-time songs. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you. That was my favorite Insane song. Every one of those other NSYNC songs can kiss my ass. This is the one. Because it, it brought back fond memories. And it also makes me think of every woman that has ever pissed me off. And I just want to tell them bye, bye, bye. Even one that I saw over at Rich's Billiards on that same night. There's one person that knows about that story. But I'm leaving that alone. Let's just say it's a bit too personal. I don't want to go that far. It may hurt somebody and that person may want to kill me. But at the same time, if he does lay his hands on me, somebody may kill him, but that's just me talking. But anyways, congratulations to Chrissy and Hector. Congratulations. It was a tremendous night that happened over at Rich's billiards and at the wedding and everything else like that. And to Richard, Hey, Um, I like the idea of a karaoke night at Richard's billiards on Wednesday. I think it's a commendable idea. I think that should work. You should have your shows happen on the weekend. You should have karaoke's on Wednesday. Uh, and here's also another thing, and I'm just throwing this advice out to you, Richard. Don't compete. Don't try to compete with Molly's. Don't. Don't. Don't try it at all i'm not i'm not saying molly uh, well I, actually i'm saying molly's is better and the reason why i say that is because molly has already established as a karaoke place so to me you know do do karaoke night at rich's billiards on wednesdays i think that's a better idea don't do it every night don't do it every night and you want to know why because if i show up on a friday night and it's karaoke night. And I have $250 million to waste in a fucking jukebox. I'll be like, are you kidding me? Well, you could waste it on beer for me. Yeah, but I want my music on. I want my music on. I want my possessed. I want my obituary. I want my subatura. I want my suicidal tendencies. I want my Metallica, my Slayer, my Anthrax, my Megadeth. My whole nine yards. I want my Stan Bush. Yes, Stan Bush is in the jukebox. The man that does that song. You got the touch. But anyways. (laughs) <laughs> so, for anyone that's interested in checking out the karaoke night over at rich 's Billiards, check it out over Wednesday nights at 10 p.m. Richard's Billiards, 5815 Weber, Not Your Average Heroes. The legend continues, your home for all things UFC and boxing, and also your home for Wednesday night karaoke night. And it also says something about wearing pajamas. Um, no way in hell am I coming out in pajamas. And besides... Uh, the only pajamas I wear are shorts, long shorts, long pants, long, and long pants. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got that out of the way now. Uh, like I said, Richard, uh, go with it. Don't do it every night. Just do it on Wednesday night. I think it's a better idea. Great idea. Okay, guys, um, we've gone for, oh, and uh, by the way, once again, congratulations to go out to, uh, to Chrissy and to Hector once again. Oh, and also, and, and I got to get this out of the way before I do. And I'm hoping he's listening to this as well. And hopefully sometime in the near future, me and him can get together sometime so we can, you know, catch up on some stuff. Um, big congratulations. Oh, I'm sorry. It was good to see uh, s- some good old friends of mine. Not just, uh, I saw Gilbert over there. Gilbert, uh, another friend of mine. I was hoping we'd bring Roman along as well, like I said. But, oh, but Roman would have loved this part. Because when I told him that our good friend, one of my other long-time best friends... I mean, I've had three of the six that showed up over there. Because here here, here are my six best friends. Adam Ramos, who's at the very top of the list. Hector Watis, Mark Anthony Pantoja. Roman Ramos. Stephanie Gonzalez. Samantha Valdez. And... Joey Zottage, Yeah, Joey Zottage, and his lovely wife, uh Celeste, were over there. And it was so good to see Joey. I haven't seen Joey in a long, long time. He looks good. He looks great. And, you know, um he got my new number and everything. And I'm glad that we had a chance to catch up and everything. I'm hoping that one day he'll stop by in town and hang out with me and Roman. Maybe hang out with me and Roman and Hector and everybody, you know, just to drink, jam out, and, you know, come out, with, do some stuff and everything. So... Good to see you, Joey, and hopefully you're listening to the Main Talk podcast, I think, and I even told you that I, I sent you a message on Messenger, so you finally got a chance to look at it on Sunday, so, oh man, that wedding was amazing, uh, there, there, was, there was something that happened after the wedding that took place over at, at Hector's house, I don't want to get into too much detail, let's just say PBE was trying to stand up and she couldn't, and she fell on the couch was on the couch, and then she fell. (laughs) Don't want to get into detail about that. Luckily, Jason was there to break her fall. Now, let's get into some stuff we need to talk about right now. Uh, Several big events are going to be happening in the next couple of days here. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, We got an event that's going to happen live November 13th on a Saturday, which the main event will check out. Several matches have already been announced, and they're all going to take place over... Uh, on the pay-per-view, AEW's Full Gear, live Saturday night, September, uh, September, uh, November 13th, live on pay-per-view, the matches so far, have, these are the matches that have already been announced, it's going to be a, Falls Count Anywhere match, <laughs> not a surprise, six-man tag team match, featuring the Super Click, which they should be called the Super Elite, because here's what I said before, don't use the word Super Click, because the Click, Belongs to the clique themselves. I'm surprised they have not sued AEW for that. But anyways. The super clique. Of the super elite. Of Adam Cole and the Young Bucks. To take on the team of. Christian Cage. And Jurassic Express of Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. And hopefully there's no Marco Stunt involved in the matchup. One on one and also announced. CM Punk will go one on one against Eddie Kingston. Darby Allens go one on one against MJF. The Lucha Brothers will be defending their AEW World Tag Team titles against FTR with Telly Blanchard in their corner. Also, a 10-man tag, a Minnesota street fight, which will feature members of the Inner Circle, Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, Santana, and Ortiz, to take on the members of American Top Team, which features Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. And three of the members have been announced, Junior Dos Santos, on um, um I, I i think if i'm pronouncing this correctly uh, uh, okay andre i'll Al, Al, i will go once again i can't pronounce these english names whether they're spanish or spain or japanese or something that just sounds gibberish to me but anyways andre and the third individual will be dan Lamberg himself i <laughs> I'm going to be discussing this entire card in the next episode of the main vet talk podcast. Also the finals of the AEW championship eliminator tournament will come to a head. It's going to be Brian Danielson going one-on-one against Miro. And I know some people are wondering, okay, what happened to John Moxley, which we will also talk about in just a moment. Dr. Britt Baker will be defending her AEW women's championship to take on the woman with the most beautiful ass I have ever seen, Ty Conte with Anna Jay in her corner. God damn, that's like a lot of hotties right there. And then, of course, we got the AEW World Championship to be decided. The supposed world champion, Kenny Omega, to defend his championship against his former friend and former tag team partner, the number one contender, Hangman Adam Page all of this is gonna take place live this saturday night aew's full gear on pay-per-view and and for some odd reason i feel like saying call your local cable company for availability (laughs) that sounds so fucking old oh my god okay so um uh there's a couple of things we need to talk about here on this episode of the main event talk podcast um Let's see if we can get to this next part, because uh, what we're going to talk about next is, um, this is sort of, okay, let's talk about the whole thing with, uh, let me see, because we wanted to mention John Moxley here. Okay, so, it was, uh, let's see if we can find out the information, there was, there was some news in regards to John Moxley, and uh, his book was released about a few days ago. Okay. So it says, it says here, and I'm reading this on the New York Post here, and it'll probably show up right here. Okay, it says, it's taking a while to download, but, you know, I have faster internet, which, by the way, I'm letting everybody know right now that this internet that I'm working with right now is going to be out of the way as soon as possible. Let's just say that uh, paying $80 for internet is absolutely ridiculous. You're stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> but anyways um okay so we're getting right down to it so john moxley it's aew star john moxley entering rehab for alcohol use now it says here john moxley uh a pro minute wrestler in aew was previously held their world championship belt and was also in the wwe uh Was also WWE Champion, is entering rehab for alcohol. The news was announced by Tony Khan late Tuesday. John Moxley has allowed me to share with you that he is entering uh, an inpatient alcohol treatment uh, program. Uh, Khan had also mentioned John is a beloved member of the AEW family. We will stand with him. And Renee. And all of his family and friends, as he uh, shifts his focus to recovery. Now, you know, I, and I got to go ahead and say this out of the way, guys. I mean, you know, you got to commend, you got to commend Tony Khan, and you also got to commend John Moxley for doing this. And 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 you wouldn't know, you wouldn't know that he that he had abused alcohol. You you didn't think someone like him would be into stuff like that. Well, obviously, he would drink beer and everything else like that, but. You know, I'm someone that does drink beer from time to time, but I but I don't drink it, like, you know, like for comfort or for or for some some need to get a rise out of it. I drink because I want to drink it, all right? Sometimes I get upset, but I don't go to an upset level where I want to go ahead and kill people with a shotgun blowing their fucking heads off. That's not what I'm here for. I just want to drink and have myself a good time. That's the point of the beer. And plus, you're an adult, so you have to drink it. But I got to commend i gotta commend john moxley for this and a lot of people have um has shown their their support to uh john moxley in every way possible jonathan good for doing this and um it's a very very good deal and uh, i remember even cm punk had mentioned uh mentioned this on a promo on uh, dynamite from this past wednesday night so you gotta you gotta commend him for that and everything so it's completely insane and it's crazy and uh you know, I'm, you know, and for anyone that's interested and anyone that has any sort of problem, and uh, and I see the number right here, and I want to go ahead and extend my my support to John Moxley for this. And, uh, you know, and it's very, and, and a lot of people have said it, he, it's very brave for him to do that. So if anyone is interested, it says here, Khan concluded his message to urge others who need help to call... I think it's called uh sam's HSA's national helpline let me go ahead and give that number to you so that way you guys can get an idea the number is 1-800-662-HELP that's 1-800-662-4357 so this is uh and i'd like to uh, extend my support out to john moxley and i'm hoping that uh he does well and does okay in the rehab and it's very very tough especially when it comes to most of these rehab facilities, because anytime when anytime when you hear something about rehab, you know, trying to recover and everything else like that, you mostly hear stuff like this from from rock stars and and other particular type of people. Wrestlers, um, they do they do have problems, and I you know I can tell you that straight up because you know not just Moxley, there've been other people that have had problems like this before. So you know. If, there's anybody that you know that needs help, please give them the help you need. Whether it's a friend, whether it's a friend or whether it's a family member, anybody, please give them as much help as you can. So I can com- I commend John Moxley and hopefully very, very soon we'll be able to see Moxley back in the ring. Okay. So we're almost at the conclusion of the episode of the May Top Podcast. So right here we've got a lot we need to talk about here on this episode and uh there's one that I want to go ahead and share with you all uh and this is something that um you know this has been it's been out for a while uh people have been talking about it it's the WWE releases so i'm going to go ahead and uh, there were 18 superstars that were released from their contract and several which unfortunately i can't talk about them all on this episode but i'm gonna let uh, mr brian alvarez and lance storm of the wrestling observer give you guys an idea about what is going on right now because believe me i mean this is this is a story that happened i think just this past thursday and it's a story that's still being talked about um and this uh, and so I'm gonna give you guys a chance to listen to it right now. WWE releases eighteen more wrestlers due to quote unquote budget cuts with Brian and Lance. It usually would be called the Brian and Video Show, but it's not, it's called the Brian and Lance Storm on the Wrestling Observer. Get a chance to listen to it right here. As a matter of fact, here is a listen right here from Brian Alvarez and Lance Storm. There's some interesting news and you'll find out who the stars are that were released from the WWE.
1: So today uh, they cut. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Frankie Monet, Ember Moon, Jesse Kamea, Katrina Cortez, Jeet Rama, Oni Lorkin, Trey Baxter, Zeta Ramir, Scarlett, B Fab, Grand Metalik, Lindsay Dorado, Karrion Cross, Harry Smith, Nia Jax, Eva Marie, Keith Lee, and Mia Yim. The message that went out to all of the talent was that they had been released, quote, and this is a direct quote, due to budget cuts. On the same day that they had an earnings call, it announced that they had revenues of $256 million for the quarter. Okay, Now, for those of you that remember the Monday Night Wars and when WWE was just like doing gangbusters with fans and they bought World Championship Wrestling, we're talking 2001 right here, Uh, Their revenues for that year were $456 million. Their revenues for this quarter were $256 million. And the day this is announced, they tell the talent that all of these individuals have been released due to budget cuts. And let's be honest here, everybody. I've been saying this forever. How do you have a a low talent budget when you're making $256 million? Well, it's because they've lowered this talent budget. Because I believe, with every ounce of my being, that they may not be in the middle of sale negotiations right now. But this dude is putting all his ducks in a row to get this place ready in case somebody comes along with a little bit of money. Which, you know, it's 2021 and a lot of people got a lot of money. But they've all been released B-Fab literally signed a new contract last week, and then was cut a week later. So she signed her main roster contract a week ago? Yeah, and then was cut. Wow. And uh, you remember uh, old Top Dalla, when they did that one interview after they got uh, called up and a lot of people were thinking, my God, what happened here? And he did that big thing about how we're all the same, nothing's going to change. Well, they cut old B-Fab, so something's changed already. Well, everybody's thinking about that right now. But that's the news, Lance. What can you do? They've cut a lot of people. You can't feel bad anymore. Well, you can feel bad for the individuals. Well, for them. I was talking about you personally feeling bad to be cut. Like, well, no, I was... You're in the I majority was, now.
2: I was cut, what, 140 people ago? Yes. But it, that's the thing that... Like, you, everyone has to or at least should realize that... They had... Oversigned to an insane amount the fact that they've been able to cut i think somewhere in the neighborhood of 125 talent in the last two years and the show is still got lots of talent and bodies and for the most part the same and and it just reminded me that like when i went back you know i signed on as a producer and i got there and my first instinct was there's like 16 of us why do they have so many producers? And my first thought was, it's like, I better get good at this job and be liked by talent because even then, which was, you know, pre-pandemic, I'm like, they could cut a half a dozen of us and it wouldn't change anything here. And, you know, there was TVs where there'd be two producers assigned to one segment. There'd be many TVs where a producer would just do a match on main event. And I'm like, there's a lot of bodies here. And it's like, I knew immediately that there was a chance that any of us were expendable. And then you know, four months later, me and nine others got sacked, although that was more pandemic-related. But I think, you know, with when AEW started, they just started signing tons and tons and tons of people. And now they've decided that they don't need to hoard talent anymore. And on a whim, they'll just cut
1: people now. And they've cut a lot of people. You know, the other thing that I want to mention here, which I guess is sort of news, is that the they used to, you know, they've gotten in and out with these uh hiring requirements. And we always hear about the men. They want you to be 6'2", they want you to be 225 pounds, and they don't want you to be over like 27 years old, 30 years old. I think 27 was the most recent number. That was like their, their requirements for males. And you never heard about the women. But uh, it appears that the new... The new deal that they've got for developmental is they want young women, and I've heard two ages. I'm not sure which one is is accurate, but uh, it's either 23 or 25. They don't want anyone over 23 or 25 if you're a female in developmental. Well, and the thing is, like
2: with what appears to be the new. Direction with developmental of hire people with zero background and train them from scratch. Like if you're looking at several years in developmental and then if you want to maximize a good decade out of them on the main roster, you got to get them young.
1: You know, I I well, don't sure, think, but I, I don't know how. I mean, I don't know. Some of these you know, people are in were developmental for like a decade. It seems seven well, there, years for some of them.
2: Yeah, there's been some that are six or seven, and if if you go with the thought process that those were people, like some of them were like good workers that got over at other places when they got signed, and still spent three or four years in developmental. So if you are want to allot five years in developmental, if you want to get them to the main roster before they're in their 30s or by the time they're in their early 30s, you got to sign them young. And it's it's funny because, not funny, but it strange, like when I got basically moved out, now granted I was the one that went to them and said, okay, hey, you know, what can I do not on the roster? But... It had gotten to the point where it was very clear that rather than trying to come up with new ideas for me, they would rather just have new faces because then the show could be new without having to come up with new ideas for someone who'd been there for a while. So it's like I was already feeling like I was getting edged out because they were looking for newer and younger, and I was 35. And that's when I got off the main roster and went, look, I'll just be a trainer because they don't seem to have interest in coming up with new ideas for me. So it's like they were looking at the Mark Gindraks and the Lance Cades and the you know, the
1: 25-year-olds when I was 35. And the other thing I wanted to mention too, when we mentioned people who have been in developmental for like seven years. So I don't know exactly what, the, what this entails, but uh, in general, the new idea is that they are going to be heavily evaluating everybody every six months from this point forward. I think the idea is we no longer want people to spend seven years in developmental. So it's going to be like every six months. They're gonna evaluate you, and if you're not getting better, you're out of there. So wow. they're they're just bum 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 bum. Let's let's get him going, get him to the main roster, make these stars. That's why I was so frustrated today on Observer Live with all these people going, oh, LeBron Breaker, like they're gonna screw this. Dude, it ain't the old NXT anymore. Everything He's exactly what they want. Everything has changed with this new NXT. They know what they want. It's a certain type of person who works a certain way and talks a certain way and is trained from scratch and they get better quick and they move up or they're out of there. Like, this is the new way that it's going to work. And we'll see if it works. I mean, the I old think, way should have worked, but uh, it didn't for a lot of reasons.
2: Well, I, I think it would actually be more productive to... Like, we, we've talked about this. I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but when you have upwards of 120 people in developmental... It's like, they're not calling up more than a half a dozen a year, so it's like, you've got 20 years worth of talent at the PC, which means that you have to figure on 75% failure rate, pretty much. So, if they're going to be more particular in their hires, focus really hard on the ones that they want, like a brawn breaker, and get them up, I... In a way, it, it would be back more to what they had in OVW. But imagine now, though, the the unfortunateness of international talent. Because I mentioned this one Ring of Honor, because it's just chances for Canadians and Australians and foreigners to get a look. It's like, if they're looking at potentially turning people around in three to six months if they're not going where they want, it's like, are they going to want to go to the expense of, And the effort of getting people visas. And you're now going to have to really make sure you think you have it. Because if you're some Joe Blow, let's just use Nick Wayne for his example, if he's still living up in the Seattle area. Like, if they want to sign him to developmental, it's like, does this kid want to pack up his life and move to Florida Get an apartment and then find out in four months or six months they've reevaluated and don't want them. And he's like, oh shit, you know, I got to move again. It's like, this is a an interesting situation for people.
1: Last thing, too, that we got to talk about these two shows, and that is that, yes, it is true, I've heard this from multiple sources, that there were individuals that were cut because they refused to get vaccinated. So clearly it was not all budget cuts, but uh, there were at least a small handful of the names on that list that just weren't going to get vaccinated and the company didn't want to deal with it. And probably many other things as well, but that's the story.
0: If you're a big fan of these video clips... All right, so um, there was a lot of stuff that I want to talk about here on this episode, but clearly I'm not going to be able to um, get it done here. So what's going to happen is we're going to be doing another episode about this, and it's going to be about everything in regards to... Um, what we had just heard right there about the the releases of of these superstars and everything and i want to i want to try and get that episode done effective immediately so that way you guys can get an idea of about what's about to go down because these releases were interesting uh some i'm very surprised were released and some that i'm glad were released and some i i wish they weren't released for any reason whatsoever anyways that's going to do for this edition of this episode of the main event talk podcast there's going to be another episode later on about the releases and everything so we'll talk about that um in the next episode as we get to it okay so as always um follow the main event on twitter twitter.com slash at main event player you can also follow me on instagram and instagram.com slash at event player uh my facebook page is officially down we don't know when we're going to get it back up and everything but we'll get into some details about it as soon as possible and friend request me proceed at your own risk that's all I can tell you about that at this point in time so thank you for listening I'll see you next time in another great episode of the main event talk podcast why because I can and I want to any questions enough said Hector this one's for you my friend Yeah.